You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks, along with Chris, my brother. My name is Ryan. This is the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Thank you for those of you who are insane enough to be up with us right now. It is currently... 1.14 in the morning central time at the time of this recording, if you're listening afterwards. If you like this podcast, if you like this episode, uh, if you want to bash uh, Matt Dumba's head into the ice, please consider liking and subscribing to this podcast and also leaving us a five-star review, and we will gladly do you the favor of bashing Matt Dumba's head into the ice. Um, the Dallas Stars lose in... Overtime tonight by a final score of three to two. Uh, lots of uh, I, I, I don't even know where to start, Chris, uh, because of how many things that have happened. But first, we need to say the obvious thing and the fact that uh, I'm really praying that Joe Pavelski is okay at this point. Yeah, it didn't look like he was okay, but no, he was. I, I agree. Um, bit big thing in this game for me. The Stars had too many chances not to not win. They had too many chances. Two, they had a power play in the late in the third period to win. They had a power play in the first overtime to win. Power play in the second overtime to win. So many chances. So many wide open nets that were missed. You have to win. Um, and and now you you look at what is left after five periods of playoff hockey. You've got one of your best players is injured for probably at least the series you've he's lost my advantage he's he's done for the postseason we don't know that yet but most likely yes i agree that is a likely thing um you've lost home ice advantage and the biggest question mark of the whole series was how's gustafson gonna play answer That's that question i still think ottinger was the better goaltender tonight i thought he was he was the better goalie tonight. He made the bigger saves. He kept the Stars in it. When the Stars were getting all those chances in the last two overtime periods, and Minnesota would have that one opportunity, that one rush opportunity, he was there to mop it up. And then, of course, what is it that gets him? It's a bounce puck off of a skate that happens to go straight into the front where Ryan Hartman is there to put it away. And that's how five-period games end. I mean, that's kind of typical for a game like that. You have to get the job done when you have the chance, and Stars didn't do it. So we will complain about officiating. That is definitely part of this game, a huge part. The number one takeaway from this game is we did not get the job done. You, We had every chance to win the game. The Stars didn't do it. Very scared of not having any depth scoring. That is very terrifying. Yeah. So they, they don't take care of business, and actually it was – Saw it, you know. I'll give my 
hat off to Saad right now. He's normally really good about, uh, and, and it's because he is a beat writer for one of the biggest newspapers or groups, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the world when it comes to, you know, writing for sports. He's letting the refs have it tonight. He absolutely had let he them was have not it. Happy. <laughs> and well, that I mean, in the thing is, is there are some times when Stars fans are really upset about fish officiating and everything like that. But tonight, in my opinion, takes the cake on everything when it comes to NHL officiating. Every absolutely every little thing. Absolutely every, every little thing. The, the amount of opportunities that were not called in the Stars' favor. Now, again, like you said, Chris, the number one thing was the Stars did not take care of their opportunities when they had them. They had chance after chance after chance, especially from the third period all the way until the game ended. But, oh, my gosh, that was probably about the worst officiated game I've ever seen. And the, here's, the, here's the other thing that really absolutely hacks me off is – they inserted themselves into the game. Two to one lead. They had all the momentum on the world. And then they give the Minnesota Wild two absolute bogus, stupid, ridiculous. You, you call Robo for a embellishment penalty. Yeah. And I'll say it again, and it's going to be my catchphrase for the rest of the playoffs. The NHL is an absolute joke. It is an absolute joke when it comes to officiating. We we don't know what offsides is. We don't know what high sticking is. I guess the the play at the end of the first overtime or the third period when Miller got tripped up when it when it stopped a scoring chance with less than five seconds remaining in the period. That's not a tripping call at all. You know, just just let it go. Call the freaking game the way it is. Call the freaking game. Joe Pavelski getting hit another opportunity to get out in a playoff series. It was really bad PR for them the first time when he was with the San Jose Sharks, and that should not have been a penalty in my opinion. I don't know how you look at that, that regardless of whether it was a head hit or not, regardless, period. There are two hits in this game tonight that were late and they were they were absolutely disgusting. First off was that hit on Joe Pavelski tonight by Matt Dumba. And that as much as I want to see Jamie Benn, Yanni Hawk and Paw, somebody shove Matt Dumba's face into the boards, that's not the way that they're gonna get it done tonight. Yeah, and I, I thought they did a good job of not buying into that too much. We kind of talked about it in the preview. Something like that's going to happen. I thought it was going to be with Reeves, obviously. I mean, that was the first choice, but they still didn't buy into it, and I thought they did the right thing, but no one could could capitalize. But, yeah, but back to the Dumba hit. Even let's give the hit the best chance it has to, to being clean. Maybe he does hit his shoulder. It's okay? late. It's a late it's hit. It's a late hit. And, Joe and he Pelosi. leaves his feet. He jumps. It's a, on a defenseless player. It, I mean, even the best case scenario for this hit has to be a major. Even if it is shoulder to shoulder, it has to be a major penalty. There, there's no possible way. I still think there's a pretty good chance that there could be a suspension on this, on this, on this penalty. No, there's not going to be. There still is a good chance for it. When they do a review there, like this, it does not go to Toronto. 
It is the on-ice have... officials and the in-arena officials. So there's a good chance it still could be a suspension. No, there won't be a suspension, Chris. The, the, there will not be a suspension because they're... I mean, you don't know that for sure. I do know that for sure because they're not... They're not. They're going to back up the crappy refing that was done tonight. They're going to back it up. And they're going to say, no, everything was right. And they might privately kind of talk to the refs and say, you guys really sucked that up. Great job. But they're not going to go out publicly and say that the officiating was absolutely terrible. I mean, no, they're, they they're not going that. to do that, and they're not going to double. They're and they're going to double down even further by letting Matt Dumba play in game two. It's going to happen. Mark my words. Yeah, we'll we'll see. E- either way, even if you are a Wild fan, even if that is a clean hit and there's no suspension, that should not be a clean hit. If that's a clean hit, there's a problem with hockey. <laughs> I mean, that that cannot be allowed to happen, especially since we know all this stuff about CTE now, especially coming from football. But like, if, if you're a retired NHL player right now, like you're just licking your chops at a lawsuit. You play that in the courtroom and say that the NHL found that hit totally fine. I mean, that, that'd be so easy to win that lawsuit. <laughs> there was also the hit by Marcus Felino on Jason Robertson there towards the end of the game as well. And the puck was long gone. It was yeah. long gone, and he still throws our, our best player on the ice. Yeah, I mean, you could tell what the Wilds' game plan was. Uh, they they know they can't go toe-to-toe with the skill of the Stars, and they went after the top line. And they went after them in a predatory way, and they did their job. I mean, give them credit for that, I guess, but I, I don't think that's a, that's a great way to play hockey anymore. So... Do you think that that hit on Pavelski was a a head hit, a predatory head hit? Maybe not predatory is not the right word. I don't think that Matt Dumba tried to hurt him. I, I think don't it think... was a predatory head hit. I think Matt Dumba tried to hurt him. I think he was a hit to the head. Matt Dumba was trying to injure somebody. I think he was trying to hurt somebody. <laughs> well, I, I I don't agree with that. But should That's it? Fair. <laughs> should should it be a suspension? Yes. Will it be? No, because I have absolutely zero faith in this league. I have absolutely zero faith in the ability of the NHL to not get in their own way. They're, they they tell they talk to us about, oh, well, we're trying to get the hits like this out of the league. Exhibit A, game one of the playoffs, and now yeah. because of the way this game was refed, it has completely changed the the facet of the entire series. One of the best players, one of the players who, you know, ha- has not won a Stanley Cup yet, who has played the most games without winning a Stanley Cup, is now going to be out of the playoffs for the rest of the postseason. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on all the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every game during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA team. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet Back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet 
and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Mark my words, he's not, he's not going to hit the ice again for the rest of the postseason, even if the Stars make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. It's not going to happen. I mean, we all, we all saw how he looked. And, and Nick was saying, I hope Pavelski's okay, and I hope he comes back. And I, 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 I sent him a tweet. I was, I kind of quoted, tweeted him, and I was like, "Dude, did you not see the same thing we did? There's no way he's coming back." And and I just hope for the fact that, I, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine what it was, what it must have been like being uh, the wife of Joe Pavelski or his son Nate and watching that. Uh, that 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 had to have been extremely scary, and. Uh, especially the way that that hit was thrown the the timing of it the fact that it was late it was a dirty hit i don't understand how you can look at that hit and say that it's not predatory or that it's not predatory i'm sorry i'm tired that it's not an illegal check to the head it is an illegal check to the head yeah and you know all these wild fans are going to come out and say oh well, what about that really bad play on uh Kaprizov from Suter. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that was a stupid play by Suter. Was it a dirty play? Yeah, it probably was. Okay? But what I'm willing to do is I'm willing to call out Suter for a stupid play like that and say it was a dirty play, but there's not there's going to be a majority of Minnesota Wild fans who are going to come out and say, "Oh, well that was not a dirty hit at all." There's there's also a pretty big difference between a guy who was knocked unconscious by a hit to the head and a guy getting cross-checked in the lower back. He was I out mean, for three seconds. That's not even that's not even a comparison. And, and there's there are <laughs> there are Minnesota Wild beat writers who write for the Athletic that have complained for probably ten separate tweets about the pseudo cross check and have said nothing about the hit to Pavelski. It just like it was a huge hit and a great play. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty awful. He he was uh, Matt over here saying, did he? Did he get knocked out cold though? I think he did. Yes. No, he. Yeah. It wasn't for an extended period of time, but he was out for at least three seconds, three to six and, seconds. And whether he was knocked out from the actual hit or the hit, hitting his head on the ice, I mean, e- either way, it's a high hit. And it, if you go back and look at the hit again, the first thing that gets knocked out of, uh, I guess, the momentum that Pavelski has is his head. His head snaps back. It's the first thing that happens on the hit. And we're going to say that's not a hit to the head. I don't know. Uh, Talek, Lizzie, I- I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you here for a second. I, I hope Suter takes Kaprizov out next game. I don't want to see that. We don't. Uh, Kaprizov is a great player. Uh, we don't want to see anybody hurt. Okay? Let's be totally honest here. Hang on for a second. 
Chris. Oh, there, Ryan's back. Oh, sorry, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, we we don't want to see anybody get hurt, right, Chris? You I don't mean, want you don't want anybody to try and hurt anybody, it, especially sure. a predatory way. This is not the 1980s. This is not the 1990s. We don't want Darian Hatcher to go and destroy the jaw of Jeremy Roenick. We don't want something <laughs> like that. Okay, Ryan's gonna keep cutting out. I think. Um, what else can we talk about this game? The penalties were terrible. Um, so Minnesota is top 10 and penalty minutes taken so far this season. Um, I believe they're seventh. The Dallas stars are the sixth least penalized team in the league. And for the majority of this game, the stars had more penalty minutes than the wild did. So there's another stat for you. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. You back Ryan. Yeah. Sorry. I think the internet's telling us to wrap it up. Yeah, there, there, there's no point in uh, in uh, talking more about this hit because it, it, it's going to blow up in the media cycle yeah. tomorrow. It's yeah. going to absolutely blow up, and it's going to – people are going to say, no, it was a predatory hit, no, it wasn't a bad hit, blah, 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 blah. Well, we'll, it, we'll have to see. Either way, going forward in the series, the Stars are not only behind just because they lost the first game, they're behind because they've lost one of their top first liners too, so – Big in trouble for the stars now. Huge okay. momentum swing for the wild in this series as a whole. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I know, I know. We want to look at this and be like, oh, well, we've lost our best player. We're down one game. Okay, here's the good news. It took the Minnesota Wild five periods to defeat the Dallas Stars tonight. Five periods, and the fact of the matter is, is we have the depth. Tyler Sagan had a very good game after. Joe Pavelski went out. I thought he had a very good game. The the three of them with Robo and Hints, I think they just got tired at the end of the game. They Sagan can step into that role and be able to yes. to do may, obviously not to the same extent that those three guys with Pavelski on that line can do. We're not asking him to do that. We are asking him to fill in on the best line in hockey, which that is a huge step. And I, I think he can do it. I think he can do it. And you know what? If that happened to the Minnesota Wild, nobody would be able to fulfill what Zuccarello can do or Kaprizov could do. Yeah. So the and the other thing about this game as well is it's one game. It's one. It is one. This, the, the Stars can very well turn around on Wednesday night and completely dismantle the Minnesota Wild. So. And, and, and the other – I'll give another positive in the Stars' favor – that is the best game the Wild could have played. That is the best first game they could have played. They came out of the gate swing. They had the Stars on the ropes in the first half. They lay big hits. They do what they have to do against a team that is technically skill-wise on paper better than them. They played a perfect first game, and the Stars still overcame that, and the Wild got lucky at the end with a good bounce. So that that's your, that's your positive going into the rest of the series, but, man. It is it is bleak, right? I now. don't even I don't even want to do biggest winner, biggest loser right now because I'm just uh, I'm I I am upset and I'll I'm give very it, tired. So I'll give a dark horse big I, winner real quick. Okay, Harley was fantastic. Harley stepped up in a huge way in this this game. I thought he was. It, it looked like he's been on the team all season long. He was fantastic. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to give you one more question, Chris, as to now that we know what's happened or what's conspired in the first game, what's the absolute biggest storyline going into game two? The biggest storyline is Matt Dumba, uh, but the stars need to not play the storyline. I mean, we saw what happened in the flame series with Klingberg. Klingberg played the storyline and it knocked Klingberg out of the series. Let you, me you rephrase. Can't... What do the stars need to do to to win? Who who needs to step up? Give me one player that needs to step up. Anybody not named Robertson and Hints. Somebody has to score a goal. I mean, I know you said Sagan played a good game. I thought he did. I thought a lot of players played a good game tonight. They didn't score, so I don't really care. I mean, we have to take care of business on the business end. You can't have that many chances and not win the game. I believe this was a hockey gods that the Minnesota Wild gave more sacrifices to the hockey gods than <laughs> the Dallas Stars did, even though the Dallas Stars sacrificed one of their first round, uh, first round, first line players. I don't, and I, I think this series is, 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 it's far from over. It's far from over. I know it feels like the series is over already because it's the first game and we've lost. It was we've five lost periods. <laughs> it was five periods, but there's still a lot of hockey left to be played, and that's exactly why these series are best of seven, first to four we, wins. We are due for some good breaks for sure. So I think this game is a fluke. I do. And I bet you you go and ask a majority of people. They will agree with me when they say that they think that men- – I think the only player that had a good game was Gustafson. They had a they had a good first period. the The team did the Minnesota Wild, and after that, it was it was non-existent because their their defense was crazy. I mean, Faber, yeah. Faber, Dumba, Dumba played a great game even after the hit. He was fantastic, just from a pure playing hockey wise, not just laying illegal checks. Um, the Wild Blue Liners stepped up in a huge way tonight, especially Faber. I mean, coming from nowhere. Dude was playing college hockey a month ago. And he saved a goal. He saved a March. He saved a goal, goal three times. And then March and then March missed. And uh the Donoff, especially in the first overtime period, had three separate chances, I think. So I mean, th- that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, Chris. I think this is a fluke. This is a fluke game. Everything went right for the Minnesota Wild in order to survive, and they did. They got a lucky bounce. It happened to get in front of Orange. I think that's really, I think that's really what it boiled down to, is the stars just didn't execute. Minnesota got lucky. That's what happened. I hope you're right. Okay, guys, thank you guys for listening to us. Y'all are insane. It's one thirty-four in the morning, and you're listening to a stars podcast. Uh, for those of you that are listening live, we do appreciate you guys. Um, for those of you that are listening afterwards, if you liked what you heard, please consider liking and subscribing. We will be taking Dumba's head and mushing it into the ice and his red blood will be all over the ice on game two. I fully expect that to happen. And uh, as always, if you'd like to support us and what we do here, please consider going to starcastermarksshop.com and uh, buying some merch there. It's the best way you can support us and what we do here. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We will see you guys on the flip side. And we will be back with you guys again on Wednesday night. No extended episode on Wednesday, obviously, because it's going to be stupid late already when a regular game ends, because it's going to be like 1130. Stupid. uh, (sighs) 
stupid national broadcast. I, ha I hate this. Anyways, we will catch you guys on the flip side. See you guys later. And we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. See you guys later.